This is Vicky. Welcome to my podcast. Welcome to my podcast. This is Vicky. This is Vicky. Patience. Welcome to my podcast. Hey, 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 Shugs. How are you doing? It's your girl, Lady V, coming to you from my podcast entitled Saving Our Sisters. I am so glad to hear from you. Thank you for commenting. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for rating. I appreciate you. I am out to save a nation as Queen Esther did in the Bible. If you have not read that passage of scripture, I encourage you to check it out. It is life changing and it will give you some insight on how to be that woman that God has created us all to be. That woman. That So today on my podcast, I have a special lady. She's my girl. She lives in the city of Corona, California, and she is a first lady. Now, what's so special about about this, talking to her, if, if you don't know the role of a first lady, you don't know how tedious, sacrificing, It could be, although rewarding, it has its challenges. So I'm going to introduce you to my girl, Lady Nadra Williams. Hey, girl. Hey, everybody. This is my other show from Southern California. So, Lady Nadra, can we just do first name? How about we do first name basis? Because we're always doing the first lady thing, the lady thing, sister girl thing. Let's just do Vicky and Nadra today. So, Nadra, my should. Tell the ladies a little bit about yourself, where you come from, just um, some things you would like them to well, know like about who said, you are. Okay, like you said, I live in Corona, and that's the Inland Empire, um, Riverside County. Um, I've been uh, working alongside my husband in ministry for um, close to 21 years. That's a long time, girl. Yeah. Yeah, and we we have a church, Faith Fellowship Church in Corona, and um, we're just a bunch of believers over there. Right, and I love your ministry. Yeah, I, I love I have your kids. Ministry. We have a blended family. I have three um, older daughters. Okay, and then we have um, the younger set. They're still. Around. Okay. You said around. They're around. Meaning they're grown, but they're still around. (laughs) Like, what y'all going to do? Absolutely. So, real quick, tell me uh, just a little bit how you feel about that blended family. Because a lot of people struggle with having a a blended family. Some relationships and marriages have actually failed because they didn't know how to deal with all of that. How have you dealt with that? How has it affected you? What, What are your thoughts? Well, it's funny you say that a lot of marriages have failed. I was married before. Okay. Okay. And uh, of course, it failed. <laughs> um, my ex-husband did have three daughters. Okay. And I believe it was difficult for him in the way that he didn't know how to have his new family. Mm. He didn't know how to blend the new family with with his previous family. He didn't know how to make that mesh or or um, work to the advantage of me being 
um, kind of, if I must say so myself, I'm, I'm a jazzy kind of right. um, woman and more so when I was younger. Right. You know, and, and you still are normally, girl. <laughs> normally girls gravitate towards that, you know, right. I'm a hairstylist. And so, um, it's easy for me to connect with girls. Right. Um, so that was not a problem. The struggle was blending us as a family. Oh, trying to make it work where it's not what grievous or yeah. hard. Yeah, it was. Um, it was just hard when I when I met and married my husband. Um, it was the same situation. He had three daughters. Those and girls again. Those girls again. Those three girls, which almost had me going the other direction. Okay. You know, because it seemed to be the same situation. Mm-hmm. However, um, I don't know where he learned how to do it, but he was able to make that blend. He was able to allow me um, to connect to his daughters. Mm-hmm. And the good part of what he saw that I could contribute to them. Right. He promoted that. Right. And That's so good. It That's was good. it made it a lot easier. Although it wasn't easy, it made it a lot easier that he and I were on the same page, um, moving as a unit. Um that part right there. Yeah. That one word that's so powerful. Yeah. As a unit, and he seems like he was willing. I think a lot of relationships fail because we are not willing to make it work. We don't want to put in the work. Yes. So we'd rather say, I'm done. It's yes. too much. Yes. And it's kind of could be a little selfish, too. It could be. But honestly, being a, um, we don't use the word step parent in our home. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a son going into my marriage. So, you know, um, my son was, I think, maybe 18 months mm-hmm. when I married my husband. And um, he was, so he's. Really, that's his dad. That's his dad. You know, his other dad. He has, yeah. he has two dads. He's always grown up like that, and that's how he, feel, okay. he really feels. Now, does he have a relationship with his father? Yes. That's good. It is good. It and is he good. has he has respect for both, or is he it more one-sided? No, he has respect for both. And honestly, um, I think if I weren't a part of the equation— my husband and my ex-husband would be very good friends. <laughs> <laughs> they watched the game together. Oh, they, you know, and it cool. made it much easier for my son to to have two dads. Not to have to choose. Yeah, he didn't have to choose. A lot of kids right. feel like they mm-hmm. have to choose because of the pressure. This right. dad feel like, you know, I don't love him. And right. Yeah, that's right. that's really good. So if you wasn't in the equation, but sounds like that's maturity and that's confidence. It is. Because ain't nobody trying to get along and do all that. No. No. How do you feel about that? Um, I feel that the kids benefit, you know. That's I, good. I have This actually, is good. Yeah, we, we have actually We wasn't even going to talk sides. about this, but this since is, we're here, <laughs> right. let's do the Belinda Flats family fine. thing. That's, that's good. That's fine. Um, I have found that normally, let's say in my situation, um, my bonus daughter's mother really, um, it was more of a, I don't know, maybe she felt displaced. Okay. Okay. You know, mm-hmm. then me coming in and in, Maybe in her standing in her position, maybe mm-hmm. that's how she felt. 
which you know I can, I can understand that. I, can I see totally that. understand, mm-hmm. you know, her position. Then there's me who's trying to find a place in the family, trying to be that's good. Um, not trying to erase her space or overpower or take over. No, I wasn't trying to be the girl's mother, but I have something to add. So I'm trying to Mm -hmm. uh, insert myself into Mm -hmm. the family. She's Mm -hmm. feeling displaced. The kids are feeling confused. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Torn. Yeah, they're feeling like they may betray their mother if they love me or, you know, Mm -hmm. different different emotions at different times. Mm -hmm. Um, and then, you know, the, the actually the husband could feel like he's in the middle of all of this. Yes. And some tend to pull away. Right. So I command the dad, the husband that takes a stand to stand and be a part of the healing yes. process to make it right. Because yes. it's I like what you said, it's about the kids. It's about but a the- lot of times when you're dealing with past issues, maybe past issues of love. Mm-hmm. Um, one, one may still be in their feelings about the breakup right. or um, just trying to forgive and move on and just not knowing how to do that. So I feel like some women, not all, let me do a disclaimer, tend to make the child suffer. True. Because that man has not stepped up and be and is not responsible. And I get it mm-hmm. because it's like, why do I want to let you play a major part in the life of my children if you're not being responsible, being present, mm-hmm. and also having that financial responsibility? Because even though um, you may be financially assisting the child, mm-hmm. but you need to be present. True. Talk about that. You need to be present in that child's life because a lot of you find like a lot of girls young ladies they have problems with low self-esteem insecurities because they did not have that father in the home so they look for that love and that comfort some end up being promiscuous or low self-esteem or in a sunken place Mm. what are your thoughts (laughs) i mean like is that place (laughs) i've been there um, so I guess I think that there are a lot of different vantage points when you're in a blended family. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of times the the father may disappear. He may disappear mm-hmm. um, as far as being present. Okay. Um, when he feels like he's fighting the mother. Exactly. You know? Exactly. Um, I can see that. And if the mother is the primary um, caregiver of the child, I mean, just honest, a lot of us women are very manipulative. Uh-oh. See, you can open Pandora's <laughs> box. <laughs> Do a you want to go there? Women, well, we, because, we, because we have the power. Yes. We use it. And we are emotional. Yes. Right. Yeah. We want to so, pay them back. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. So we're we're manipulative. We're emotional. We're all over the place. Um, and bottom line is we're not keeping the child at the center. Right. And that makes it very, very difficult to to move through if we're um successfully. Mm-hmm. If we are, you know, dealing with emotions or trying with mm-hmm. the get back and mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff, it mm-hmm. makes it difficult to move through. Mm-hmm. That's true. Um, so that if 
the man normally feels like he's at a disadvantage. Right. In that. They will. Because they don't really know how to fight us. They'll take it back. No, because we (laughs) can fight. Yeah. With our mouths. Yeah. We know what to say. It comes out right at the right time. Even if we're not saying anything. We're not saying anything. Our silence is powerful. Yes. Yes. It's powerful. It's powerful. We got them on that It's powerful. You know? (laughs) It's powerful. (laughs) So I'm saying there are different vantage points, you know, Mm -hmm. if, if... if that's the man's story and that's why he's not present, mm-hmm. you know, or if mm-hmm. he's just, he doesn't And some have... of them just don't want to be present. And I don't know why, but you maybe think? a lot, some dads I've seen, I've seen a lot of my sisters out there that are struggling, desiring for that man to be a part of their child's life. But for some, they are not. And that's another statistic. They are not... I don't know the real reasons, but I know some men struggle because their father wasn't present. And um, you said something earlier when we were at breakfast. You said that ran in my family. It ran. I took heed to that. Mm-hmm. It don't run. Absolutely not. It ran, so <laughs> it stopped. That's yeah. powerful because a lot of men continue to let it continue to run. Their dad wasn't there. They didn't get the teaching. They didn't get the wisdom. And so there are a product of how they went through in life with their father. Yeah, and it's hard to play out what you don't know. See, that's really good. It is, and it's, it's, it's difficult. And it takes a strong man to be present. It takes a strong man that wants to be present. I um, often tip my hat to uh, a man and a woman that can co-parent. I think it's so powerful. Yes. Now, me, myself, people don't know that I've had a blended family. Mm-hmm. Um, I've always been one to keep my business to myself. My husband have other children, and I've always been the mom that just loved them. And mm-hmm. I tell any woman, if you are dealing with a man or if you're wanting to get married, you got to marry the whole package. Right. You got to know up front. And I think a lot of women do not take that into consideration that when you marry that man, you are marrying his children. You don't just get him. If you love him, you got to love his children. Mm -hmm. That's facts. That's the reality of it all. So I've always just loved them. I didn't try to take the place of their mom. Right. I didn't even try to push myself being their friend. I let our... Uh, relationships evolve and grow and I let them know, you know what, I'm here. If you need me, I love you mm-hmm. and um, I support you. Right. And when the mom would call, I would be like, hey, babe, telephone. And probably, which comes to our next topic, probably because I was insecure, I was secure, excuse me, I was secure in who I was. True. So at times you find women struggle because they are not confident. They are not secure Mm -hmm. in who they are as a woman. And sometimes it's hard dealing with the man when you are not secure with yourself. So give me some thoughts about that. (laughs) Yes, security, I mean, in the perfect world. In a perfect world. (laughs) We don't have one, unfortunately. Our securities would never have anything to do with a man, but or, or a, it affects relationships. It does insecurities. You saying insecurities? Insecurities do affect relationships, but I think there's um, 
How do I put it? <laughs> it's so much. We are, yeah, we're. I mean, we're very complex. I'll, I'll, I'll take that. Beings. I'll take that. And I think it's it's more um, beneficial to us if we, before we get into these relationships, we were talking about that earlier. If we do the work, if we would become whole and healed. And mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. the our, the best Work version, yourself. the best version of ourselves before we enter these relationships. Mm-hmm. And I'm saying this for the benefit of the younger generation, right? Right. You know, most of us have already, you know, been through this. You know, right. by the time you get to, we our know age. what it looks like. Yeah, we know how it feels. Right. So, it would be beneficial to the younger generation of of women to before you allow yourself to even start down that path. Right. You know, to right. get in touch with who you who are. Who you are. And then, and because you will know what you want, a lot of times when we are not in touch with ourselves, when we have not matured or taken the time to literally grow right. up, like I tell girls, girl, you 20. You don't even know what it feels like to be 30. No. So <laughs> if you do the work now, you don't. You will know what you want. You don't even know what you want because you don't so know yourself. And so much changes so much change. Our hormones change. From from the time you're 20 to 30, you're almost a whole different person. That's a decade. You know, and not only is it a decade, but that's probably the time you're going to do the most damage in your life. Yeah. You know, either you come out into your 30s with a a baby out of a Mm -hmm. relationship that you no longer have, or, Mm -hmm. you know, you've messed up your credit, you've, Mm -hmm. um... (laughs) You gained 10 or 20, 30, 40 pounds. Yeah, you look different, you feel different, um, you you know, you've been established in your career, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? There's there's so many things that Mm -hmm. happen between 20 and 30. And you grow to know how to love. Yes. These, some women don't really, girl... Do you really know how to love? Do you know what it feels like? Because I know there was a time when I was in college, I thought I loved, mm-hmm. but it was a um, infatuation maybe. Because you see, life, you see yes. life through a different lens by then. Yes, yes. But when you marry, like I married my husband, I know what it feels to have that godly love. Like right. how I am supposed to be treated. Right. And what I should not receive. Mm-hmm. But when we are in our teens and in our college years, Girl, come on you now. Know. You don't do. You don't gotta accept that. No, because that's not what love is. Mm-mm. No, but that's what you. You know, you're you're just working off of, oh, who looked the best or who feel you know, the best. You feel the best. <laughs> you gotta get that in there. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. things, but it's yeah. real talk, real Absolutely. life, real relationship. That's what you're looking at at twenty. 18, right. 20, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. up until maybe about 28, mm-hmm. you start to get a little bit of sense. Yeah. You know? That's true. And, That's true. Um, it, it's just inevitable. You don't know enough about relationships to be making the kind of decisions that are lifelong. Right. You know? Yes. So. My father would always say when I was younger, girl, you better be careful out there in those streets. Yeah. Because your present day life will hinder your future. Absolutely. And that's powerful. And I think sometimes being young, you're just going and going. You know what you like and you're trying to pursue it. But what does God have to say about your situation? Do we stop to even 
reverence and acknowledge God. Like, Lord, what are you saying about my future? Mm -hmm. Because everything that feels good to us is not good for us. Yeah, because the bottom line is God, consulting God is always going to be the the best move you can ever make. Mm -hmm. Because definitely, God knew us before he formed us. So Mm -hmm. that being said, he's already set up, you know, um, for every level you you find yourself, you know, true. Um, <laughs> you know, girl, he's he's already given you the right the influences, and he, they're in your path, you right, know? right. Um, um, I did a well, you were there, you spoke at the conference. Uh, we have a woman to woman conference. We did our first one this year, and we're we're going to continue it. But um, this year, I spoke about what's in your box. And mm. what's in your box? It was good too. I liked it. it yeah. Was so what's in your box basically has to do with um, who who God made you. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what he your personality is attached to you when you're formed. Right. So that doesn't really change much. You know, it, of course, your life experiences kind of you know change how you move, mm-hmm. but who you are is who you are. Right. That's bottom true. line. And so the things that the, the the people you were raised around, whether it's your mother, your father, or your siblings, or your your aunts, uncles, you know, foster parents, whoever, mm-hmm. all those mm-hmm. things move in sequence to to help you to navigate to where God wants mm-hmm. you to be. And you know, the ebbs and flows, the ups and downs, the you know, rises and falls, right? You know, the all pit those stops, things, yeah, the they detours. All they all are helping you to evolve into who God created you to right. be. Right, that's good. You know, so the bottom line is you have to keep all of that all of in it. view. Mm-hmm. You know, um, how it affected you, how it right. how it um, tore this down or built this up. Right. You know, you right. have to be conscious of that to know how to move forward. Right. If that's making sense. It's making sense. Okay. It's making sense. So So you got to do the work. Yeah. So tell me this, Lady Nature. Well, Mm -hmm. we said we're going to do Nature and Mickey today, right? right. What was in your box? Talk about, I'm going to hear about your box. Okay. So in my box, I've always been um, a fixer. Mm, I can identify. Yes. In my friend groups, I've always been. Uh oh, here we go the, with something else. Those the friends. Joan. <laughs> the Joan. Uh, you remember Girlfriends? Uh huh. I love that the, show. Uh, show Girlfriends. So I've always been the Joan of the group. Mm-hmm. Um, nobody asked me to be the Joan of the group. It's just. So you took on that responsibility. I just always Why? found myself in that space. Okay. Okay. Because when you present me with a problem, now, this is in my box. This is something that, you know, I didn't sign up for or okay. say, oh, I want that. I didn't do that. Okay. <laughs> this is just how I made. part of your character. Part of my makeup. Okay. Okay. This is how God formed me. Okay. I got it. Okay. I All see right. what the box is about. Okay. Okay. So when you speak to me and you tell me, oh, Nadra, this, this, and this is going on, and I'm, I'm struggling, blah, 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 and I'm trying, I'm going to try, I'm listening at you, trying to help you get to a solution. Gotcha. Gotcha. I'm not the person you talk to just to be talking. You're going to get down to the get down. Yeah, like we need to figure this the thing out. The root of it. We need to figure it out. 
see where it's coming from, see where we're trying to get it to go, you know, what's going to work best for you. That's that's who I am. Gotcha. Okay? And so over the years, that thing that is attached to my very being um, has been met with um, a devaluization. Oh. <laughs> you, you understand what I'm uh-huh, saying? Like some uh-huh. people have made me feel like that was maybe it's too much for me. Yeah. And so they push it away, push me away. Yeah. You know, that's how I feel anyway. Okay. You know, Explain it, a little it, bit it more. It may not be true, but okay. that's how I feel. Go a little deeper. What do you mean by that? Like if I'm trying to help you mm-hmm. out of a bad relationship. Okay. Okay. Which is going to require you to do some work. You got to do some work to get out of this now, relationship. See, now now you talk. So right. I say, Vicky, you know, you know. You present, I presented you this problem. Yeah, this but is, before you can move forward, you're going to have to do some work. You got to do it. You have to leave. You have to, you know. Right. You this know, is position, you. Yeah, you have to position your heart to want to walk away from this. Gotcha. This bad situation. Right. You know, he's beating you. He's this, blah, 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 mm. whatever. Whatever he's doing that's negatively affecting you. Right. And I'm seeing you. So what happens is I'm I'm like, oh, come on, you got to do this. Have you done this yet? Mm-hmm. Have you, you know, mm. <laughs> you know. So have you, you've taken on have their Have you gone work. to file for a separation? Have you gone to, you know, <laughs> and, and you're like, whoa, 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 whoa. I'm not really ready to do all that. Oh. I really was just talking to you. Venting. I was just But venting. you took ownership and responsibility yeah. of their problem. Yes, and my friend said gotcha. I, I act like the man in the relationship, <laughs> you know, because you tell your husband <laughs> oh, gosh, something. gosh, are you serious? You tell your husband something and he's going to fixing it, you know okay. what I mean? Okay, So that's so you're, that's, that's one that thing in your box. Now, that's really that's insightful in to hear. You're the fixer. Yeah. That is what is in your box. What else is in your box? Give me one more thing that is in this box. Okay, also in my box is creativity. I'm a very creative person. I shock myself sometimes with the things that I can do. Okay. Um, and it is always lovely and powerful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm a hairstylist. I sing. I decorate. I, just anything in the creative vein. That's awesome. It's something that that is intriguing to me. And actually, the last time, well, not the last time, but one time when we were here to visit you all, we went over to the mall. Okay. And my husband and I were walking in the mall in our shorts and, you know, just looking, you know, like our everyday selves. And a lady, well, we went into this store that I would normally not go into. Okay. We have one at my home mall and had one. It's called Demo. Okay. And I don't know, the front of the store just looked very demonic to me. So it was like, I didn't want to go in there. Um, I just chose not to, but you all had one in your mall. So I decided that day, let's just check it out. Okay. So I take my husband in there. He's following me. They have a male side and a female side. I went to the female side. He's at the male side. And all of a sudden I hear a lady Sounding like she was speaking to him. Mm-hmm. I heard his voice speak back to her. Mm-hmm. So I rounded the rounder to see what was going on. And <clears throat> um, she was on her knees. What? Brushing okay. his feet with her hair, calling him man of God, prophesying over him. Mm-hmm. And we there was no really no way for her to know okay. that he was, that he a, was pastor. a pastor. There was no way for her to know that. 
And so it was just, you know, one of those moments where you kind of just stand still. Like, wait, oh, wait, wait, what? What? Yeah, is this really good? What's yeah, going on here? This is a God moment, you know? Okay. <laughs> and so I stood there and she stood up and she came over to me and she placed her hand on my belly and she said, you have songs inside of you to be birthed into the body of Christ. Wow. And so... Confirmation. Yes, well, I sing, you know, um, mm-hmm. I love music. I, mm-hmm. You know, it's just a part of who I am. Mm-hmm. So interestingly enough, you know, after that, <clears throat> um, I went home and I sat down and I said, I'm going to write songs, some songs. So I wrote about, mm, about eight, nine songs. Because creativity is in your box. It's in my box. I get it. But I had no clue that I could write songs. Wow. So that That's a was gift. very impactful for me. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, co- confirming who I am. Yes. You know, those moments. So, but the way that that was met with opposition was it didn't do what I thought it was going to do. Okay. Okay. I had these songs that I know God gave me. Right. But it was hit with, you know, maybe it's not good enough. That's how I felt. See. So was some insecurities in your box? Um, definitely insecurities in my okay. box. That's a whole yeah. nother podcast. Yes. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Those insecurities. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, so it was met with opposition that it wasn't good enough. Mm. Just like my fixerism. <laughs> was met with a push away or a pull away. Okay, I'm getting this. Okay. So these things that are in your box are, I feel, are always going to be devalued. Okay. Okay. Because God gave them to you, Mm -hmm. the enemy is going to attack you or it with some kind of opposition. To cause you to stop. Cause you to stop. Retreat. And right. give up that very thing that, that God, God values. Mm-hmm. This is good. So when is a workshop? <laughs> <laughs> when is a, when are the girls me. getting a workshop about this box? Yes. This is powerful. This is that. good insight. I plan to do that, and it'll probably be at the first of the year. Okay, good. Well, you got to let me know. I'll definitely It's amazing how we all come from different places in life, different backgrounds, different lessons, right. different tests. We're made up differently. But we all have a box. We all have a box. We all got a box. And, wow, this you know, is good. It's, it, the, the reason I came up with the box is that, you know, you hear the term a lot of times, think outside the box. Right. But we have to understand. All the time. Yeah, we have to understand that the box is still a part of the equation. That's you know, true. Outside the box, we're growing and we're learning more. Mm-hmm. And but you got to constantly deal with the box. What's to do in the, the box. work to make you go outside Absolutely. the box. Absolutely. I hope Absolutely. y'all getting that out yeah. there by yeah. hearing us. Mm-hmm. This is really good. So I'm excited about the, the workshop you're going to do or conference because we definitely can learn because a lot of women have not even opened their box. It's there. Right. They haven't even acknowledged it. Right. And before you can go higher and greater in things in life, you got to open that box and you got to do the work to set yourself free. Absolutely. What Fantasia say, excuse me, Sanks, <laughs> go ahead and free us. Okay, so we're, so, so, so we got to go. We got to go. 
we got to go. But I thank you. Um, yeah. You don't want to sing them a little Thanks. tune before no, we hang up? No, okay. no, Y'all got to come visit her at her church. So I tell them where your church is. Faith Fellowship Church, Corona, California. We're right off the 91 Freeway at Green River. Yes. And mm-hmm. her husband, Pastor, Pastor Mark, Mark Williams. Williams, is an incredible man that walks that word. Yes, and he, he is. makes this his teaching come alive. Yeah, I just love to hear him and I love to hear you go forth in praise and worship. Mm-hmm. Incredibly anointed. Thank you, girl, for tuning in with me. Thank you for having me on yes. Saving Our Sisters. Saving Our Sisters. <laughs> so we're out here like Queen Esther in these streets. In these streets. Trying to save our sisters. Follow me. I'd like to hear from you again. Visit me at VickiLynnKemp.com. Um, that's Lynn with an E. Write me. Um, connect. Let's connect. But until the next time, my shoes, my sister girls, blessings. Bye-bye. Hey, shoes.